was trying to get you while you were still sorting your stuff out. I was hoping we were going to catch you with pants off or something. <laughs> you wish. Then they'd pay the subscription. Okay. Um, I'll have to get that ladder outside your house. That, that'll sort. Disclaimer there. Yeah, some... Oh, something about if you use an Android device, you might get an Echo. Yeah, I saw that. Who's doing this on the phone? On the, on the phone, phone, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just sending you some as we chat just to download and pop in there because we won't do much of a pre-show chat today because the whole episode is basically a big <laughs> pre-show chat essentially isn't it um but i just wanted to share something and it's a question that i think we'd we'd have a good um discussion with a brief discussion about if we listen to it but um i'll just send it you know if you download it just pop it in as audio but yeah uh last episode of the series everyone here we are the end of an era Second, it's only a shot. For the main show, I'm just just for this, just for us and the paint, just for the paint, just giving us goodbye to the paying customers, <laughs> the most important we're ones. Still gonna have stuff, we're still gonna have stuff coming for them for their hard earned cash. They're still gonna be. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're gonna be doing. Um, shadow. There might be a week because I'm away where it lulls, but other than that, it'll be. Fun. Although, if next week if we do a shadow puppets, pop that out the week after, and then uh, they'll have that at least. Um, yeah. yeah, we're still gonna be putting content out for you, guys and gals. And we are really only going to be gone for a month. Did I just send it to you? Did I not? Oh, it's 97. Oh, it's finalizing. How it's taking that long? It's, it's a clip of about two minutes. Um, 155 megabytes. There you go. Um, I guess we are on this, and Vicky's watching telly, I guess, at the same time. Um, cut, we transfer some Wait, slack. Too oh, little knee, but it's literally only just sent. Yeah. Oh, I, could I have sent it on this? I suppose I could have just played it, couldn't I? I didn't think I had you the power. The, you could have sent the Wii transfer link in the private chat. Well, um, yeah. Uh, no, I'm good. But this this was just something I heard this week. So I'll set it up while you do it. Um, so I'm a fan of um, Komodo and Mayo's film podcast, which used to be on the BBC for years, and then they left the BBC because they think it's by the shit and um, started up their own thing. And I'm a subscriber, so I pay. Like you guys, I subscribe. Uh, hey two pound fifty. I'll <laughs> say two pound fifty. I'll be like, oh, two pound fifty. We're overpaying, but there's no video content. <laughs> <you know>? um, <laughs> there's only one extra thing a week. Um, but um, they um, they put out um, and they're millionaires. They 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 did. They have a question questions thing where people just send any questions every week and they'll answer them. And this this particular question caught my attention for something that we would find interesting to listen to and, and discuss, especially and something in particular that Mark Commode says made me think about something that we always say with Arctic Monkeys. So I thought, oh, get this in the pre-show chat because we're not going to do lists because we're going to save them for next season, aren't we? Um, because uh, we're going to do um, we're going to be starting Humbug in Jan. We're only gone for a bit, and if you if you do miss us, we're still putting content. You've always got our other pod liquor and lyrics available, as you may have seen in your Instagram feed as an advert. As as um, so far, seven hundred people have. I so, saw, so quite a lot of I'll, I'll, poor fuckers uh, laughing, uh, laughing away. Uh, Gift of laughter at Christmas. That's the best gift of all. It's <laughs> the greatest gift of all, rather than. Um, Food or whatever, Bono says. Yeah. Don't spoil it, Right. How was your day, Nick? 
tired. I'm tired. I'm very tired. Are you regretting the particular type of job that you took now that we've entered the winter period? I imagine the job is all shits and giggles in the summer. It's been all right, actually, because I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm one for wrapping up warm in the winter anyway, so I don't mind it. I don't know why I turned that into a sexual thing with my face, but I did. <laughs> no, I, I expect, I'm, I'm surprised it's taken this long. Nothing less, five, yeah. Five minutes and 40 seconds for it to get sexual. Um, well, we did talk about me having my pants off in the first 10 seconds, to be fair. So. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've already, already covered it. Although most um, women can contest that that isn't sexual. <laughs> no, no, the exact opposite. Most women. <laughs> most women. I mean, most women I've been with, not just most women yeah, have seen yeah. my... Uh, no, no, the majority, no. of, the majority of women have seen me naked, did you know? <laughs> I present a picture of you to, to them, the women on the streets and go and think of that and they go, oh my God. Here's a question for you. If if there was an OnlyFans equivalent but for gay men and you knew that loads of blokes were making lots of money like the women yes, do off it. Yeah. Don't so I don't think this doesn't go through <laughs> my head when, when I wake up at morning. Because there's no morning, market for women, is there? Women don't want to pay to see us naked and shit. It's so the same I just like, don't... you know, like the gay hotspots like Hampstead Heath and stuff. Why isn't there that for like straight people? Well, do you know what the two pro- well, here's really this is my theory. Let's say this quickly before we get play the clip that you just got. Two things are number one on the on the women fingers, right? Women are the issue there. Women have more class than men, and they're not just gonna just meet in a park to fuck. Men are just sexual predators that just need sex all the time. We need sex constantly, right? And so that's why gay men, you remove the women, they're quite a bit filthy gay men, aren't they? And they'll be like, you know, they yeah. they because that's what that's why they have sex parties for days, because we take the woman out of the equation and the men will just fuck. They'll just fuck each other. You put the woman in there, they that's the block, that's the sensible. <laughs> so so gay so women don't need only fans because they they don't need to because they can get sex whenever they want because no matter what woman you are or man will have sex with you and the reason gay men don't need an only fans is because they can have sex whenever they want because there's always going to be a bloke to shag you so that's why it only works for most straight men because we're the only ones where there's somebody going no we're not just gonna have sex with anyone <laughs> but you can beg for it so it doesn't yeah <laughs> Believe me, I could write a thesis on this. Yeah. I've thought about it a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you go to uni and do a dissertation. Do three years of uni just so you can do your dissertation on that in last year. Do It'll be seen as woke now. Think... Oh yeah, so have you got the uh, the clip? I, I was going to play. Yeah, yeah. Let's give it a play. From Dan, how many songs of a particular band or artist do you have to like in order to call yourself a fan? fan. That's an interesting one. because uh, I think double figures. Okay. Although, to be honest, if you like. Yes, I think if you like ten songs by anybody, that's that's a lot. But that's an album. Yeah, yeah. So it's not a lot. If you like a, an album, I mean, you'd like a there's a Paul Simon album which you would like all the tracks on. Ten ten songs is one album. Okay, so how many songs of a particular band or artist do you have to like before you call yourself See, a fan? I I would say that in order to be a fan, you have to like you have to like them beyond them. So uh, an example for me would be. The Comsat Angels recorded three albums at Polydor, which are generally generally regarded by now by the music press to be really seminal works. So, music press, remind me, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> In the days when the new musical express was something with which you could hit somebody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um th- there are th- there are three Comsat Angels albums, which is Waiting for a Miracle, Sleep No More and Fiction. And then they left Polydor and they went to Jive and they did um uh, Land and Seven Day Weekend. And I think that the 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 fan bit is that you carry on after the moment that the that the you know that the establishment think okay those are the great ones. And another good example would be if you're somebody who's stuck with 
like you know yachts their first album was very well received yachts without radar less so but i loved them all the way through so i think the essence of being the fan is that you stay with them yeah but what's the answer to the question well I, i'm how many songs do you, are you I'm saying, answering the question go on then how I, many i think no I, i'm answering the question by saying i don't think it's a matter of how many songs i think it's the essence of being a fan is that you carry on loving them when everyone when that ship is when that train has left the station for everyone else so you know it's like if uh, uh, are you a dexys midnight runners fan yeah, fine yes did you get, like kevin Rowland's my beauty I mean, did, did, were you one of the people that bought the Wanderer? That would be the the Which fan case? is that you go you go with them after everyone else has left them. That's what a fan is, hmm. don't you think? Well, isn't, that, is that, isn't that a good description of a I, fan? I think you could. I'm a fan of seventies quo. I'm putting okay, no, okay, okay, on my uh, fandom. Yeah, okay. Well, you, I think you can't do that. I've I think just done it. I am a fan of seventies quo. No, you have just done it. But I think, therefore, the fact that you qualified it means that you're not a quo fan. Okay, why aren't you a quo fan? Because you're a fan of seventies quo. So that's not. You are not a quo fan. I still think if you've got if you've got on your phone or if you've got in your record collection more than one record by an artist or a band. That kind of counts. You're not a, you're not an Uber fan the way Mark is. No, but you're still a fan. But but uh, okay, without putting the qualification on it, are you a status quo fan? I'm a seventies quo. No, fan. I, it's a, it, it, precisely. So you the, didn't answer my question, so I'm answering. No, your no, question I am. I, I, I am. I am. I am answering your question. The answer to the question is no. You are a seventies quo fan. That means you're not a fan. It means you're somebody who loves the stuff they did in the seventies. Okay. Well, it's, it's, to be like that, I'm being, I'm, I'm giving a practical answer. A practical answer is that in order to be a fan, you have to be somebody who sticks with them when, 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 when other people have moved on. Sophie in South London. See, I think there's an element. It wasn't me that said that. In by the way, from. I know you said Dan, but it's, it wasn't <laughs> me. <laughs> I think there's an element. I can, I can see where both of them are coming from, but. I think may I think commode slightly is equating it to being a football fan, whereas where you you're with them whatever you go through the shit times and stuff. Whereas, well, so I I call myself a, a fan of a, a Morrissey solo fan, but I don't like anything he's done post two thousand and three. You know what I mean? So mm. What would that? But I think I think I I think what I agree with commode, but I think what he's describing is a soup is a is a hardcore like Artie Monkeys. Hardcore dedicated fan. They do an album that I don't like. I'll still stand by them, and I'll just go. Yeah. I don't, you know, particularly like that album. Although that's weird because that's a weird, yeah. Because that would be most. Because I would say I'm trying to think of someone who I'd say I'm not a super fan of. I'm not a, <sighs> but I just like. I suppose like like I like the One Block Party album, but there's people that will say because under Camo's definition, everyone. And we say it a lot, though. People that just go, they only like the first two Arctic Monkeys albums. Would we regard them as a fan? Or would you regard them as a fan of early Arctic Monkeys? So in a way, yeah, Kamo's got a point there. So in a way, he's got yeah. a point there because we would say that. Both, I just think right, I think right. it, they're both right, and I think it depends what position you stand on. Because I could say I'm a fan of Block Party, but I'd have to say, like he says, '70s Crow say the first album and Flux. Yeah. That's what I would caveat it with. And that goes for a few artists. But with Arctic Monkeys on the other side of it, I'm more like Commode going, yeah, a true fan stays with them the whole way. And it just, but that's also not, if it's bad, it's bad, right? 
that's the thing. Like, I don't believe Atom- any Atom Monkeys albums are bad. We, we've had things with the car where it's grew on us, but I genuinely don't believe any of the albums are bad. So therefore, I haven't had to come up with the dilemma of, oh, that was a bad one yet. So, and hopefully never will. But but then I don't, But then I think, but what I know, <laughs> would I know if it was bad? <laughs> it's interesting that Mayo chooses status quo as an exam- example. It's like 70s, 70s quo, quo. Yeah. He's like, well, listen to 80s quo. It's the same fucking three chords. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Just get that. Again, Some people say that. Though. They go. I suppose it's like you loving like early um, stereophonics, isn't it? You know, it's that same kind of um, thing. I think I think love's a strong word for it, though. Like, I, I do, I do, I, I, I do like. <laughs> but have they done enough? How many albums have they done? And I, I like two of them. I yeah, like I don't know how many. They've done about ten. So I, I wouldn't say. It's, it's like it's like on the you don't say you're a fan, where, would you? Uh, you can, no, you can, on Bumble you can link your Spotify account to it, and it has like your top ten favorite artists on there. So if if you see your profile on there, it'll say, "Oh, you've got something in common." Oh, she also likes Arctic Monkeys, and I know for a fact mm. that that she probably likes AM, most likely. I know if yeah. I was to message her <laughs> and go, "So, uh, which song is your favorite on the car?" They'd be like, "What? what what's the car?" Oh, I hate it. Like nine times out of ten, it's hard because twenty. <laughs> the thing is, I think as this conversation has gone on, it's because, because right. So if you're going with here's an example, then so you like two stereophonics albums, so you're you like between twenty to twenty four stereophonics tracks, basically yeah. under that proviso. <laughs> so therefore, under Mayo's ideal, you should consider yourself a stereophonics fan. But under Commode's yeah. ideal, you shouldn't. But I actually think you're right. Both are right because you could be. You might not go and see Stereophonics now and find them a bit of a joke now. But you are technically a fan because if you like 24 songs, but I can't think of many artists where I like 24 songs by them. That's a lot. See, I think they. What I think the mistake they make is what Mayo makes is he makes the bar too low. I think 10 tracks isn't enough to say you're a fan. I mean, it's okay, but I would say 20 tracks, two albums. If you like two albums by an artist, that's a lot because most artists probably only have the majority of artists probably have under ten albums, don't they? So if you like ten out of two albums, then that's a high proportion of their work. So I would say because I would still say somebody who likes where people say I'm favorite nightmare is still an Atom Monkeys fan. I just don't like the way they choose to vocalize the fact that they hate the rest of the stuff. I've got no problem with them calling themselves Atom Monkeys fans. It's just when they then moan about the other stuff. That's what I don't like. So. With, with the stereophonics, another another way of quantifying it. So with the stereophonics thing, if they announced a tour like next week, I would not be getting a ticket. No. But then again, if they said we're playing we're playing the first album in its entirety, I'd be like, oh, I might think about. And that. you might have bought a ticket in two thousand and two. Yeah. Yeah. Quite possibly. I would say you're a fan. I don't know. It's hard. It depends how you define the word fan. I guess. They're both right. It's almost an impossible question. Yeah. They're both right. Because I because yeah, yeah, yeah. Atom are a weird example because people tend to like, they don't tend to like, most people when they like two albums by an artist, those albums are close. But Arctic Monkeys fans seem to like, always like two that are like, most like some people like whatever people say, I'm very worst nightmare, but the majority of people go like, oh yeah, I like um, AM and I like whatever people say. I'm, uh, do you know what I mean? So they're like five albums apart, and that's not a lot of bands where people like an album mm. way down the road. It's kind of, I guess, Bowie's a good example because I've listened to all 25 Bowie albums and I call myself a huge Bowie fan, 
but there's certainly a lot of stuff in there that I forgot and don't necessarily love because, but that's just because high volume is always going to be, if you had 25 albums that were all like to the standard of the over half of them, which are to be fair, then that would be insane to have that many good albums. Like every album's going to have, the thing with Bowie is he just always has one immense track on even the, the, the lesser albums, doesn't he? He always has like one that you go, oh, right, okay. Like, oh, that album's a bit weird. Oh, it's got heroes on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose with it's interesting that you brought and Sound and Vision to two on that one. The, the, the bands having two albums far apart that people like, so I think not many, is there? I'm trying to think. Radiohead, yeah, Radiohead is just a complete anomaly, though. I think. Well, like I think they're very, we've said before, they're the only two comparables that we can think of that have a similar kind yeah. of, um, yeah. Um, I guess I like. No, no, go on. I'm, I'm just thinking. I, I like, I like it with Oasis, for example. The only Oasis album that I truly, really like is "Don't Believe the Truth," which most Oasis fans would See, call the end. That's, <laughs> what was, that's what I was just going to say. No, I've been, I've been reading, I've been, I've listened to a fair bit of Oasis the last few weeks, like the, the Master Plan. And so it's that, that, mate. Album. No wonder you've been I know, depressed. I know. No wonder you're in hospital. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but a lot of people don't don't believe the truth is actually. From from the reviews and stuff like that, it, seems, it still seems to go down well now. People people seem now, to see it as like a bit of a return to form, and I did at the time. I enjoyed that at the time, to be honest. Well, well, at the time it was, and I tell you what, this is this is an example of why there is. I think monkeys get an album like Tranquility that gets poorly reviewed, and they just go, "Don't care, do another one that we want to do." Right? Noel does something finally that branches a little bit out of the comfort zone with some tracks that aren't like the old stuff. Some people don't like it and they go, oh no, we can't do it anymore. Like, oh. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? They bottled it. He bottled it. Yeah. Because he couldn't handle not being the, the poster boys of like success and music. So that's the difference, I'm afraid, there's to a true artist. There's a couple of songs that Liam wrote on, I think it was Heathen Chemistry and Standing on the Shoulder of Giants, which are the two albums before Don't Believe the Truth. And they're actually like good songs, even though they're written by... Do you know that's a quote on the back of a... No. Of yeah. <laughs> I hate that fact. It's the it's the most tripe troped out track. And everyone goes, Did you know that? And like, yes, everyone knows. Like, <laughs> the two, two most boring <laughs> pub quiz facts are that and do you know what football ground is closest to the River Mersey? No. What football ground is closest people, to the River Mersey? People isn't say it? Liverpool. <laughs> people say people say Liverpool automatically, but it's not. It's it's not what county. And, until August when Everton moved to a ground that's actually on the River Mersey. But well, it's just the two most boring, dullest facts ever. ever. There's another, there's, there's, a, there's another one that people have part of that's really tough. Oh, it escapes me now. But yeah, no, I just thought that was. It's kind of in a. They're both right and they're both wrong, and I think I fall somewhere in between. But I think the bar too low. I think ten tracks isn't enough to call yourself a fan. I wouldn't call myself a block party fan. I'd call myself a fan of that album. But if I love like two to three block party albums, I would call myself a fan. Basically, is it worth going to a gig? I wouldn't go to a block party gig if I felt like they weren't going to play a lot of songs off the first album, like you no, just said. And I if they, but if we were going to do a playthrough, silent alarm show, I would go. So I suppose if I, if I can confidently go to an artist's gig, knowing that whatever the set list is, I'm probably going to be all right, then I count myself as a fan. It's like I went to the We Are Scientists first album playthrough. I don't call myself a We Are Scientists fan. Me and my girlfriend heard the two songs. Two songs are early on the album that we liked, and we ended up leaving halfway through because we were a bit bored. Like, do you know what I mean? We paid we paid twenty quid each to watch Great Escape and Nobody Move, Nobody Get Hurt, get played, and that I was happy with that. Oh yeah, I wanted to see them get played. Yeah, I've heard them for twenty years. 
<laughs> yeah. I saw them live at Tramlines, actually, we are scientists, but we, we couldn't go anywhere because it was, it was like torrential rain and we were sheltering under trees and just had to watch We Are Scientists. They're very funny. No, they're very funny live. They played, they played, they played they like, gagged Not that that's their remit, is to be funny, but you know. <laughs> no, 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 no. And and then we, we went to see I went to see Ed Byrne in the comedy tent and he played some great songs. <laughs> oh, I love Ed Byrne. Um... He did the whole We Are Scientists first album. <laughs> Uh, what what uh, sitcom does Ed Byrne make a cameo in? In the in the late nineties, there's a pub quiz fact for you. Oh, I don't know. It's not Father Ted, is it? No, because that's not late nineties. That was late nineties, wasn't it? I remember watching it as a kid. Was it 96, 97? Yeah, so I suppose late 90s. Oh, well, yeah. mid to late 90s, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah oh, the Christmas yeah. special would have been, the Christmas special was a couple of years in there, wasn't it? So, um, yeah, so in the Christmas special, when he rings priest chat, there's a bit where two teenagers are going, wankers, priest, and one of them's Ed Byrne. Yeah, you priest. Uh, That's right, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, so God, there you yeah. go. Yeah. I've, we should I've do a... Um... Books again, and I, I was very upset to find that David Williams pops up in Black Books. We should organise a, a drinking and weed smoking Christmas special night where we watch all the Christmas specials, all the classic Christmas specials. Blue, blue velvet, do all the blues. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Father Ted, The Office, Extras. There are others. Um, many others. Royal Family. Uh, Royal don't, don't Family. Dave got I don't want the one where she dies. That would make me sad. But um, <laughs> Turn Extras off before the Big Brother asked, but... <laughs> <laughs> that was a Christmas gut punch that was that whole family special. I was like, oh, oh god. Um, yeah, uh, there's loads of others. I just have gone blank. Oh, which ones? Are like? Oh, the American Office Christmas specials are usually pretty good as well. Or Christmas yeah, episodes, the good. Friends Christmas episodes. Yeah. If I'm able to watch it, then still Peep Show Christmas special. Go on. Uh, and I, New I, I Year. Love, I love to do a Christmas episode just in the middle of in the middle of a series. Just Give like, a fuck, Jesse. Does he? Here's the Christmas <laughs> special you've been waiting like seven series for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If I was not traditional, right? Shall we jump in? I've got my uh, got the questions ready. Got the questions. Oh, hang on, hang on. Oh, a lot of questions. So you know, true fans. They're the true fans. Really? They're definitely they're, they're fans. Yeah, well, yeah. Maybe. maybe was all that paused? What was going on? Um, um, I was doing a bit of show admin, wasn't I? I was. Uh, oh, we. Oh, okay. I didn't realise it too much. Yeah, I, was I thought we were doing that on camera. <laughs> No, no, I, I'm fine with that. Live is on my county show. I'm fine with that. We put it out a few times. Nobody replied. Fuck them. <laughs> Do you in years to come, people, people are like, would you call you, are you a fan of uh, Don't Don't Believe the Hype podcast? And they're like, well, I'm a fan of the uh, early couple of series, but it really went downhill after that. I'm a fan of the 2021 <laughs> era, but... Mm. Yeah, yeah. 20, sorry, 2022 era, but... Mm. <laughs> then, they, then, then they went to LA and went up their own asses. <laughs> they had a successful podcast elsewhere, so they left it. <laughs> right, let's do it. Um, yes, yes, yes. Right, here we go. We're Arctic Monkeys. This is Don't Believe the Art. That rock and roll, eh? Ladies! That sound means it's the end of the day. Time for the bonus question. Cheers, dude. That man just yawned. We're gonna call it. Uh... Don't believe the art. Hello and welcome to Don't Believe the Hype, the podcast that can confidently and comfortably call itself a fan of Arctic Monkeys. Little reference to the 
pre-show chat there. Yes, this is Series 2, Episode 30, and technically probably the final episode of the series, although we'll be back with a couple of little specials with special guests like before around Christmas time, and then we'll be getting into Humbug Era with me, Nick Lee, and him, Dan Hall. Hello, Dan. Hello, it's the last time. It's the last time. Because we probably won't give the special episodes a number. They'll just be like special episodes, won't they? Because we don't, we don't, we don't give them like a. I think they've already had numbers, haven't they? It has to finish on thirty, wouldn't it? This is the thirtieth one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, so this can be number thirty. Yeah. This is just part. This is part of the bonus run of this series, isn't it? So. Yeah, they they knew what they were getting into. Yeah, and then we can end it at thirty. And the last I looked, by the way, the first series was twenty nine. So we've done one. I think it was it was twenty eight or twenty nine. So we've done a couple of extra episodes this series. And I messed I messed up because we didn't know the format properly with the first one, the car reaction episode that also had an episode number. This is really boring, isn't it? Um, but yeah, no, we're doing this is the last episode of the series. I mean, we finished the songs ages ago, but I quite like the covers episode that we did. I listened back to it when I was listening to it during. Diamonds are forever when Alex goes, I still rock. My girlfriend said, he hit that note perfectly. Which I went, oh, really? Because we said like his voice hadn't developed then. And she said, no, 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 no. From a singing point of view, he aced that. So I was like, okay, well, there you go. He had it even then. He had the makings then. She went to a she went to a music uh, college and stuff. That's why she knows what's saying. Not not I'm not she's not just like my girlfriend said that and it's fact, you know. <laughs> just to clarify for people. Yeah, everything else she says is fact. I have that that anonymous opinions Twitter account that's run by the, by the same people who do Fresh mm. Hall. There was a tweet on there tonight. <laughs> so, imagine how yeah. much better that Pulp would have been if they'd had a proper singer. I thought that it really annoyed me. Yeah. I get angry. Well, as, at the state of this you didn't put the angry. That you, you, the post that you put didn't display the anger, but I knew as someone that knows you that there the, the yeah, was yeah, seeping yeah, yeah. behind. Like, yeah, absolutely, I thought, oh god, I didn't know if you were going to make it to the pod tonight. After that, to be honest, someone, someone in the replies had put a quote that David Byrne from Talking Heads once said, where he said, "The better the singer is, the less that you believe their words." I was like, "Oh, that's nice, that." Not true, but nice. <laughs> it's kind. Of, it depends what genre you talk. I guess um, the better the singer, like, do I believe? The word, do I like the killers? Yes. Do I believe the words that Brendan, Brendan Flowers says? No. I guess if it's, um, it depends where you are in the world. I guess if it's colloquial, you're going to like get it more, I suppose, in a way. That's why we wrote like, the first you, album so much. If you get onto some of the great, like, sad oh. songs like Aretha Franklin and Simone and stuff, you can believe they've been hurt, even though they're fantastic singers. You know, the people that only like the first album, right? Yeah. This is a, perhaps a interesting. If, and they probably like AM as well. Everyone likes AM. Who doesn't like AM? Yeah. If they had their way, they'd still want AM to have been released, right? Can you imagine AM, but Alex was still singing it in a Sheffield accent? Wouldn't be a sexy, would it? Wouldn't be a sexy. If, if, if you go in like, be useful are, that. <laughs> so that would prove that they're wrong, that he should, that his voice shouldn't have evolved and changed stuff. Because AM would be so much less sexy if he was doing the voice from the first album. Do so I much less know? sexy. Do I want to know? If this feeling is, <laughs> we know what time it shoots. <laughs> Why do you only call what? me when you're pissed? <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know what? That's that's a great point, actually. To them, we'll save that for whenever an argument with one of them next. Note that down. Um, 
I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of others now. Uh, yeah, just trying to think knee, of more. Knee, so- knee socks would have been called tight, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> Sucks. We've got an interesting game on this. Um, so we're doing a Christmas special. Spoiler alert for everyone. After the, We're going to go away for a bit, and then we're going to do a Christmas special, and then we'll start Humbug um, like first, second week of January. Um, probably the second week, actually, because you're not going to do it on the, the 3rd of January. Let's be honest, we'll still be recovering from the abuse that is New Year's Eve. So we'll probably come back on um, whatever the one after that is, 10th of Jan. Um, but then, yeah. yeah, and then <laughs> not willing to commit, um, much as his ex-girlfriend said. Um, and <laughs> well, there's a bit too much truth in that. Um, but the, <laughs> but the, the um, uh, yeah, so we'll... we'll We'll come back then, but we're going to do a Christmas special and one. We've got a couple of our friends on, a couple of our listener friends on. We should make it clear we've not got, when I said special guests, we've not got members of the band coming on. Because to be honest, yeah. I don't know what we talked to them about. No, but we've got we've got special listeners coming on. And one of them's got a fun, I won't say what it is, but one of them's got a fun game for us in terms of Alex's lyrics that he's going to present to me and you that's very, very interesting. But more on that at Christmas which isn't that far away, really. Um, but should we do this tonight? We're doing a Q&A. We put it out there on socials for a while, put two posts out this week. We didn't get many responses, but we had three listeners respond, and one of them has given us an interesting question. The other two have given us uh, quite a few interesting questions to do. So um, I think we're, we're quite set, to be honest. That's all we need. I'd rather have a few interesting questions than drivel from the masses. I mean, if you want drivel, just go back and listen to two series worth of it. I'm for the few, not the many. All right, Corbin. <laughs> no, that's not Corbin. That's right? the opposite. Yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah, a Tory that's spin on Corbin. So shall we start? Shall we start the Q&A? So this one so, is yeah. from Mr. Mr. Curtis. I always want to say his name in, um, name in Welsh whenever he messages us for some reason, because his name's Curtis Jones. Um, that was that wasn't Welsh though. Is what I just Curtis, did then that was that was Liverpool. Is it Curtis Jones, Dan? No, it's not. Is it? I don't think it is. Is it? One second. No. One second. Oh. Curtis Gray. Curtis Gray. Curtis, Curtis Jones. Who's it's Curtis Jones? A footballer. It's for Liverpool. It's for Liverpool. <laughs> That's why I did a Scouse accent by mistake when I did it. That's weird. Oh, my brain works. Sometimes. Oh, I just thought you couldn't do a Welsh accent. I assumed it was that. Well, it's that and the fact that maybe I was I was thinking about Liverpool player. Sorry, yeah, Curtis Gray. Is he? Does he? Is is Curtis in Liverpool? I've got a feeling he might be. You know. Might have all just jumbled up in my brain. I'm sure we'll email you in the next 10 minutes after this gets broadcast. Probably. Um, So he he messages on the old gram saying... um, So That's Instagram. That's not like Tinder for drug dealers. (laughs) No, but that's a million-dollar idea. Um, In America, don't they? What's it called in America that they use to set... the? they have a thing that they use basically to pay drug dealers with in America that no one can kind of trace. Venmo. 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 When's that coming over here? Be handy. Um, but so they say, <laughs> so he said, so I thought of a few questions that you could use. Sorry if they're not the best. Don't be. They're good. Don't sell yourself short, mate. Don't sell yourself short. Um, number one, dream festival lineup, Friday, Saturday, Sunday headliners. Um, now. now he hasn't specified living or alive, so I think we have to yes. do one where we can one where we can incorporate the dead, and one where we can incorporate the living. As I said to my girlfriend in bed last night. <laughs> um, but but uh, I reckon. So what's just let's do the one the dream one if the dead. It, no, they don't all have to be dead, but dead and alive mixed. 
So I think mine would be... I think I'd have to go Radiohead Friday night. No, no, no. No, no, Atom Monkey's Friday night. Atom Monkey's Friday night. Radiohead Saturday night. David Bowie Sunday night. But I'm trying to think if there's anyone that's dead that I'd rather have in there. So just because it's the dead one, because I can have radio. Take out Tick Monkeys as red. And what and remove them from the pick, yeah, remove them okay, from the equation and... just because you, you're having trouble thinking of three, so you'd rather remove them so it's easier for you. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll take it as red. We would both obviously have Arctic Monkeys in our Dream Festival lineup set, but let's, we'll let's remove them. We're getting, v- we're getting VIP tickets, and Arctic Monkeys are playing for the VIPs on a Thursday night. You know, like Kendall Calling opens, yes, early. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's and imagine Leeds. that's happening. I, I'll have you know, they did that at Leeds, and I got to see Pigeon Detectives. <laughs> Um, <laughs> thanks, and that was in the. I was going to say, I was going to say prime then, but I don't think that ever existed. That was in their heyday. Um, I was in their pump. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> when it, how old do you think he can get? He can keep singing like the seventeen song. Like, is he still going to be in his fifties at gig? Yeah, well, well, I sent you that He's got old Ricky Wilson. Calling, didn't I? I sent you that video of him playing Kendall Calling mm, in like. It was probably interesting thing I've seen in my life. Yeah, it was worse than watching Israel Gaza on the news, to be honest. It was really bad. Far worse. Far worse. <laughs> They've got it good. Uh, I don't have control of the editor. 180 podcast, so. quid to see, see a 40 year old man in skinny jeans and white Converse singing about <laughs> shagging 17 year old girls. It's a complicated issue that none of us know. The Pigeon Detective's career, I mean. Um, <laughs> um, so, Dream Festival, removing Arctic Monkeys. Hmm. Well, I would. Mm. Well, Bowie is there. Bring Bowie back. Got to bring Bowie back for that because I never saw him live. One yeah. of my biggest regrets. Yeah. I'm going to not put Elton in there because I've seen Elton now and he did every song. So, pretty much. So, I'm going to remove Elton. But, uh, you know, if I hadn't seen him, he would be in there, I think, for me. I need to think of some artists. You know, when your mind goes blank. Um, so, I'm going to say. Fans. Have you got three? Have you got at least one? I'm definitely having Bowie. I'm putting Bowie on the Sunday night. End of the festival, Bowie. He's there. He's locked in for me. Have you got Bowie on yours? Yep. What night? Sunday. Yeah. It's got to be on it, legend really. Legend slot, innit? Legend slot, yeah. And who who is more of a legend than Bowie? No one. Can't go and see Bowie Except maybe the other person that you're going to have. But... And then be like, oh, it's Elbow tomorrow night. You know what I mean? Yeah, be everything after that would be. That. Although you could, because you're going to have an act in yours that that could probably follow Bowie. To be fair, think? I, I, I think Bowie's a, think personally. I think Bowie's a better artist than them. Personally, are you thinking of Joy? Are you thinking of Joy Division? No, I'm thinking of Beatles. Yeah, they probably they probably they could do the Sunday, but I wouldn't because they've got enough pop tunes that I'd want them earlier on. I'd I'd, I'd want. Yeah, they're not going to do the pop tunes though. They don't want to. Um, no, no, they can. Ooh, you know what? I would. Ooh, can I have the Beach Boys? But they only play pet sounds. <laughs> um, um, no, 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 I'm not going to have that because that's not fair. There's not enough. But I tell you what, I am going to have though. I think I'm going to have on the Friday night, Mr. Elvis Presley. Oh, yeah. In his pomp, like in his prime Elvis. Imagine that. Yeah. 
Imagine Prime Elvis. Yeah. What a sight I, to I behold. I love how when, when, when you see like people go in to, as Elvis to fancy dress, they're always dressed as like fat Vegas Elvis who died on the toilet. They're never dressed as like cool, <laughs> 50s, sexy Elvis. <laughs> There's a literally Ever. a picture of me at a Halloween party four years ago on my Facebook, sat on a toilet dressed as Elvis at <laughs> <laughs> two in the morning. <laughs> I'll share it on the socials. Um, great. Uh, it wasn't planned. I was just went as Elvis. You know what? Because I was going to go... The reason I ended up being Elvis is because I was going to go as Jimmy Savile. And then the day, before, the day before, the day before I bottled it because we were going out to a club later on, and I thought I'm not going to get in, am I? I'm not going to get. They're not going to let me in. Yeah, so I bottled it. I bottled it, not for any moral reasons, just to make that clear. Of course, of course um, yeah. I'm drawing a blanket, but I would have Elvis. Yeah, I bloody love Elvis. Um, but who would I have? So, so Bowie and Elvis. Friday night, Elvis. Sunday night, Bowie. So you have someone great in the middle. Bloody hell. Um, imagine Elton in his pomp though in the middle of that um, when he was on the coke and that um, is, is this not the Dead People's Festival though is this not the reanimated festival oh yeah well <laughs> he's half and half isn't he I think yeah, we so, yeah. could do it could do no 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 it, it, no it could be mixed I, I think we said we could do it mixed couldn't we if you wanted, but I'm not going to. I'm going to do Dead and Alive, but we you could have it mixed if yeah, you wanted same. to. I'm trying to think who who else I would have in there. I just searched. I'm annoyed now because I just searched greatest artists ever, and they're all the usual suspects, and then Taylor Swift's in there, so that's annoyed me. Um, I'd probably have, because I'm just trying, only because I'm trying to re- think. I can't, I've gone out of blank about who I would have in there. I mean, to have Arctic Monkeys in the middle of that would be my absolute, like, what a weekend. You see Elvis Friday, Arctic Monkeys Saturday, and then Bowie on Sunday. I mean, if I'm going to, I'm going to have it, Matt. I'm having it. But if I was going to put another dead person in, name some dead artists. I can't think of anyone. Uh, name me some dead, name me some dead classics. Nah, I'm not, I am a fan, but. I don't think I'd want them on the Saturday in between. So how hard in it in between Bowie? I mean, if you're being offered that gig in between Bowie, um, in between Elvis and Bowie, it's hard. Let me see. I guess Artie Monkeys in the middle of that would technically be my dream, but we've taken them as red, haven't we? So um, could have radio. I've never seen Radiohead. Could have them in the middle. Oh my god! It's just been confirmed that Nigel Farage is going in. I'm a celebrity. Fuck me. Good job. I don't watch it. It's just been confirmed that Nigel Farage is dead. Then. If only, yes. if only, give him a fucking poison, a spider to eat. Um, okay. Well, that's great because no one else Nick. is going to have to do any tasks, are they? They're, they're onto an absolute winner, the other people, because no one's going to be, no one's going to be voting for them to do tasks when he's there, surely. Who do I love? Who do I listen to? I have a complete bank about who I like it. Oh, Frank Sinatra, Sunday night. No, I'm moving Bowie. Oh. I'm going, I'm going Elvis Friday, Bowie Saturday, Frank Sinatra Sunday. I'm, Done. I'm, if, if this, if Imagine this, that as a lineup. <laughs> That's never been a lineup, has it? Imagine that. <laughs> no, no, All in the pomp as well. All in the pomp. I've just, I just latched onto the word pomp now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's the word of the day. I'm word going. Uh, I'm going Joy, Joy Division Friday, Beatles, Beatles Sunday, Bowie Saturday. Yeah. Joy Division is a good one. You say I would like Joy Division in there. But some of them are still alive. So, what are you? Is it just if one member's dead that you can? 
Yeah, if a key member. Because you could have New Order and then have like an Ian Curtis impersonator no, in thanks. there. <laughs> no thanks. I don't. I've seen. I've seen New Order, and it was probably the best gig I've been oh, to in my life. No, but you not could. You of could the performance. No, but you could have the members of Joy Division, and you could have what's his name that that joined Queen doing Ian Curtis's bits. I don't want to go to this festival anymore. <laughs> so Joy Division, Bowie, Beatles. And I'm going Elvis, Bowie, Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. Oh, they're both crack. I mean, to be fair, I'd go to yours. <laughs> um, okay, so we're live ones. Are we taking out the monkeys out of that as well? Yes, yeah. And a live okay, ones, well then, easy. A live ones, you can have bands. I think, I think it's fair to say you can have bands that are split as well. So if we're taking out the monkeys out of it. Anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Artie monkeys taken out of it. I would have yeah, Friday night. night. Both festivals. Yeah. Um, oh, cause that means it would be Arctic Monkeys as a fucking palette. Like no, it would be Arctic Monkeys, then Elvis, then Bowie as a palette cleanser in for Frank Sinatra. Jesus. Um I'd have um if we were alive, I'd have for the fruit I'd have Black Keys Friday night. Radiohead Saturday night. I'm going to say this, but subject to change, Killers Sunday night. But Killers around 2011 when they'd add like everything up to the fifth album. I think they still pretty much do that set anyway, to be quite honest with you. But that would be my three, I think. Yeah, it, w- it probably would be Black Keys, Radiohead. I'm just trying to think if there's anyone else I've kind of glossed over. Oh, because there's other artists in there. That's the problem. I wouldn't mind seeing Kanye, but I couldn't in good conscience put him on there. Um, well, I was thinking the same with Eminem as well. I was like, oh, do I? Do you can have Eminem. Yeah, but Eminem's like more credible than. Well, only Kanye's yeah, pretty cre- kind of credible, but he's he's ruined his like personal reputation. Yeah, I'd also Eminem, love to see Blink really again. But... The first two albums. I'd only want the first two albums with Eminem, really. Really well, I've put the caveat at the the. Um... Yeah, I think I would. I think I would go that. Because when they send my raps, that they'll probably be in there as that festival lineup thing that they do. Um, yeah, I think I'd I'd go for that. Yeah, Killer Sunday. Because when I saw Killers at Leeds Festival on the Sunday in two thousand and nine, it was one of the best gigs. It was in my top five gigs. It was immense. So um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my free two or three. My three. Friday, White Stripes. Saturday, Talking Heads. And then it's it's the Sunday that's a tough one. Sun, whoa. It's got... That's, that's, that's really hard getting a Sunday. Oh, Sunday, maybe... Oh, yep, they're all alive. Uh, the Kinks, probably, Sunday. Legends. Oh... I don't count the Who as a current band because they've got as many dead members as they have live members. The so Kinks, I'm count- right? I'm taking the Killers out and putting the Kinks in, but I'm going, I'm going Kinks Friday night, Black Keys Saturday night, Radiohead Sunday night. Yeah, you see, in my head, I'd, I'd, well, I'd forgot the Kinks will stop, but in my head, they're dead, like weirdly. You know, like one of those bands that you expect to be dead yeah. by now. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, but one but of them yeah, gone in the night. You don't know yet. <laughs> well, maybe. Imagine one of Found them by the maid. now in this being released. <laughs> <laughs> so Literally. dead, dead. I went. El, uh, Monkeys, 
on the Thursday, Elvis Friday, Bowie Saturday, Frank Sinatra Sunday, live, I went Arctic Monkeys Thursday, uh, Kinks Friday, Radiohead, no, um, um, Black Keys Saturday, Radiohead Sunday. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the first one I've gone, Joy Division Friday, Bowie Saturday, Beatles Sunday, and then... Ooh. Live, I've gone White Stripes Friday, Talking Heads Saturday, Kink Sunday. Yeah, very, very both respectable yeah, festivals that I'm sure everyone would love yeah. to go to. Um, the talk is that Talking Heads are going to be doing some gigs next year. At that, have you seen the Sphere ooh. in Las Vegas? Have you seen uh, the Sphere? oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, imagine, imagine, Vegas, baby, play, play Tranquility in there. Oh, my god. That, yeah, that's good to ask a shout, isn't it? I'd, I'd most want to go to Arctic's doing Tranquility, you know, like an interactive like live thing. Oh, God. But yeah, apparently we should go. Uh, in, talk, in talks to I've play got... that next year, which is so cool. Oh, wow. Vegas trip. Hmm. Um, keep that open. Um, <clears throat> so, second question of, of his seven. Curtis, Gray, not Jones. What song would you most love to hear Arctic Monkeys cover? I've said mine. I've said mine. Based on the coming era, old, uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. I'm still still holding out for that, it. Though, but like, no, we're not based on the, but like, just ever. Like, if you could have them cover any song, would that be it? Forgetting I, I current style. Yeah, I, I think it would. Oh, yeah. mine would be. Um, I my way. I'd love to hear Alex doing my way. Oh, world isn't ready for that. No, Alex yeah. doing my way. Alex doing my way, or I reckon you could do a cracking tranquility style cover of "That's Life" by Frank Sinatra. Oh. Do you know what I mean? The, yes. Yeah. Yes. That was that was easy. Enough. I thought we were going to be here for ages. Um, I, mean, I, I know. Anyway, answers. I'd, I'd I'd love him doing Old Yellow Brick Road because it's got a good. It's got a good mix. It's got a Old Yellow Brick Road. There. Old Yellow Bricks Old Road. Road. <laughs> <laughs> Old Yellow Brick by Brick Road. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Dune. Um, another thing we didn't say could possibly be a reference in that song, the Elton John song. Yes, good yeah. food for thought. Um, third question: What three songs not currently on the set list would you like to hear being played? Hang on, one second. Hold that thought because the other question. Okay, it is slightly different. Um, they do encroach on each other. So I'm going to bring the other person's email in for this third question because they encroach. So we had another email from um, Justin in um, Seoul. You better say Seoul, don't you? Seoul. Yeah, he said Seoul, isn't it? Yeah. Congrats on wrapping up another... He sent us a message as well. <clears throat> Congrats on wrapping up another era. I stumbled across your podcast very early this year. I still remember listening to the episode on Beneath the Boardwalk, and as soon as you played the clips of the songs, all kinds of memories came flooding back. Aww. Since their debut album, there hasn't been a time I haven't followed or loved Arctic Monkeys. But listening along with you two this whole year has reignited my passion for the band and reminded me why I love their music in the first place. You're going to make me well up. Um, oh, there hasn't been a week I haven't listened to the show, and I appreciate all the work you were doing. Oh, thank you. Nice to be nice. Thanks, mate. I, I'd like to send off with this question. If you could bring back one album track and one B-side to the live set now, what would you choose? Thanks again, Justin. So the other question was, 
uh, what three songs not current set would you like to bring back? So let's do the three because one of them would be right. and one B side. Uh, I mean, you'll know you'll, you'll notice with these questions with a lot of these questions that before I answer, I will be like, ah, can we just clarify? So can we just clarify because yep. Anorak is wrong and potion approaching have both popped up in the car era. So are they, do they? Yeah, it can't be anything. No, it's got to be ones that aren't in the. Like, Current set list, I guess. That that's kind of not currently on the set list, so yeah. But the, obviously yeah, the yeah, set list varies. The but so if we say any that has been, been, apologies. You you'll have to you'll know better than I will what has been because you that's your kind of jam. Um. So if I say any, you'll have to correct me. But I guess not currently on the set list. If I could bring back any, well, number one is oh, and a certain romance was played at one gig. So is that not allowed now? Okay. It's, it's been in rotation. They've been practicing it, ready for it coming out. Okay. Well, then I guess was the Ultra Cheese played on this tour? Uh, no, I don't think it was. I'm just, I'm actually just, just checking now. Oh yeah, there's a list uh, of the actual songs on set list, isn't there, at the side? Pause it a set while you're checking, because I'm, I'm, I want, I just need, I just want some water and parched. Uh, well, I regret to inform you, Dan, that. The Ultra Cheese has been played seven times on the car tour. Okay. I'm assuming that the world's first monster truck front flip hasn't been played on this tour. I think we can say that pretty solidly. It's not been played ever. Right. I'm going to put that as a mate because I'm just because I do love that song and I'm just thinking, I think they might all be Tranquility. Oh, no, because they haven't played. Oh, they did play Big Ideas, didn't they? Have they not played any off the car this tour? Uh, let me just know. I think they, did, they haven't played. No, they haven't. They played them all, haven't they? He's played them all. Hello, you was the last one, wasn't it? Okay. Uh, just so double, that's double gone. Checking. Uh, jet skis on the moat wasn't played, was it? Ooh, interesting. See, that's that's the most tranquility song on the album, I think. So it's interesting. I could have all tranquility songs there. Right. So humbug. Let me go for humbug. In my mind, it's quite enlightening. Been on this talk, so I don't remember. Yeah, yeah of course yeah, it has. I'm not talking about. Talking yeah. shit again. Um, you're talking played... shit, Gervais. Um, <laughs> 118 times on the car tour. <laughs> yeah. Has it been played? Um... <laughs> just what? Just one less than 505. And they played... played every gig. Did they, they play Potion Approaching then, you said, didn't they? Yeah, that's been in rotation. Have yeah. they played... This is a testament to how much they do, like, play hits that people say they don't. Okay, so suck yeah. it and see. Oh, okay, so they haven't played... Ah, okay. So let's look at it and see they haven't played um, Love is a Laser Quest on this tour, have they? Then Love is a Laser Quest is in there. Number one. Um, and they haven't played... Have they played Hellcat on this tour? Ooh, maybe, maybe. And have they played... Hang on. Get them up. Get them up because I'm crap at remembering for some reason. Um, so on tranquil, so AM, I don't think they haven't have they played number one party anthem on this tour. Um, yes, they have. It, 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 popped, it came for the Amer American dates quite well. Oh, the, and they played knee socks, haven't they? So that's how it was. Well, yeah, that, that was earlier. So suck it and see. Yeah, I'm definitely having love as a quite laser quest. Um, it's definite, and they played suck it and see, obviously, and they played that's where you're wrong. They play Power Driver Waltz? No. Ooh, okay. They've not played that since the Suck It and Tour. I don't think there's any off AM that they haven't played that, that I'm 
too bothered about to be quite honest with you apart from that they played all the ones that i would i would want them to play yeah. um tranquility then i think he's going to be the main have they played one point perspective on this tour yeah yeah, yeah i thought they had have they played american sports on this tour not played it ever at all have they not no i think it's one of the most underrated songs off that album um, the closest we got is they the made of ale session it, it gets played over the opening credits, but it ends before the vocals come in. That's a shame because I think that's a, th those two songs belong together. Um, okay, so I'm gonna go American Sports, Love is a Laser Quest, and let me just double check. I don't think there's there's none on Favorite Worst Nightmare. Oh, fuck, yes, there is. Of course there is. What am I talking about? Uh, I'm going to have to give it then. If you were there, beware. Love is a laser quest. Um, and um, American sports. And the B-side. And the only other one that I would have as a kind of maybe to that would be um, Dangerous Animals of Humbug. More on that coming, um, because I do love that song. Um, but the B side would be, actually give you a free albums and then we'll, we'll do the B side because my three tracks would be um, World's First Ever Monster Truck Front Flip. Mm. I will also have Did I say that? Everywhere. No, you did it in the end. Oh, wait, then I would have that over American Sports, I think. Wait, yeah, yeah, of course, because that's the. Yeah. I'm trying to think whether I want to hear the piano of that and the dun, dun, and I was or I want to hear me and Lizzie wearing Stetson. No, I know that's not the exact line, but wearing Stetson hats. Monster truck foot, flip, monster truck front flip. Love is a laser quest, and if you were there, beware. Done. Monster truck front flip. If you were there, beware. And Jeweler's Hands, thank you very much. Oh, you know what? I considered Jeweler's Hands, I did consider it, but um, I mean, this I'd need yeah. you know, but it does go to show that there would only probably be a handful of songs that could make it into this list because they do perform so many so of the tracks. So yeah. give, them a, give them a bit of slack. Um, not you guys, but you know, the rest of the cunts. Um, <laughs> no, I know my B side, I can, I can pick my, well, my B side is a toss up between two. It's either you're so dark or evil twin. Done. I'm gonna go. You're so, I'm gonna go. You're so dark. Oh well, I was gonna go so dark, but because you've gone it, I'm gonna go left field and go. Anyways. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a point. Yeah. And I think I think I think the person that sent in that question, Justin. Because we've just covered Favorite Worst Nightmare, and I know it's his favorite era. I was probably thinking that we were going to go for one of the, the two selections from the list that we've got. Unfortunately, we are more boys where the yeah, boys we are more fans where I suppose what we is about boys. to where we're up to in this pod we have both loved, but where we're about to enter in this pod is really where things are kind of getting going for us, I guess, aren't they? We're excited for yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, as much as I'd love them to crack up bigger boys and stone sweethearts, do I really need to hear it live? over others no not really um I, but you also doubt would be an evil twin is an absolute belter as well um there's probably others ones i can see that i forgot that i like but but um evil twin is I genuinely a... think if we went but we've heard evil twin so um because i have heard it because we both heard it 
So when we when we were there in June, seeing him at Old Trafford Cricket Ground, I think if they started playing bigger boys and smaller sweethearts, I genuinely think at first we'd have been like, "Oh my fucking god, I can't believe this!" And then about ten seconds in, we'd be like, "A bit weird, this, isn't it?" Just, uh, I don't know it, though. It? I don't know though. It, 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 it would be. It would be. <laughs> it would be weird. Yeah. Still. But it would just never happen. See where the band are coming from with like the early stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's only so many ones. Like View from the Afternoon works still, doesn't it? And stuff. Yeah, works. Works. I think that's kind of why they don't do. I think even when the sun goes down, doesn't really work for them anymore. Dancing shoes could, I think. Absolutely. Oh, dancing shoes could have been the only song actually that. Oh yeah, dancing. You know what? As well, that I would cover. Like dancing shoes is very close. Out of all the early stuff. If you're there, be wearing dancing shoes. I think of the two. Oh, still take you home though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. There's some. There's too many. There is too many. But they can't play. You know, they can't play. Still take you home. They could. They could easily. You're right. Incorporate dancing shoes like after. Um, or fake tales. Would you want to wear that? The thing with fake tales is they probably feel like they're going to get shit because of the lyric in it, and everyone will go. Oh, you think the lyrics in America? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what people say. Um, but no no I think I'm going to stick to them because I've never also I'm going for ones that I've actually never heard live I don't think I've ever heard Love is Laser Cross Live despite it being one of my favourites off that album and um, I've never heard um, Monster Truck Live they didn't do that at the oh you didn't see him in Tranquility but I'm fairly certain they didn't no and I mean she's she looks like fun gets close but I have heard that live Um, I'm sure they played that at at the MEM when I saw them But, um, but yeah but yeah, anyways, I'd love to. If they cracked out anyways live, I'd be really happy because there'd be like such a low percentile of people that would know what they were doing. <laughs> well, you know what? Since uh, since it's Friday night... I'll... Listen to the forecast. Oh, go. yeah. There's that jingle we never use. You know what? I, I absolutely rinse that's, that song during the first lockdown. Yeah, bit, bit like... Red and Tiger King. Some people. Um, so should we move on to the next question? Um, yeah. Oasis or Blur? Blur. Done. Might be harder for you, this one. Blur. Blur no, Oasis, Oasis were the first band I got into, but it soon became very clear it was just a gateway into like the Manics and Pulp and stuff. I, I will concede that Oasis, obviously, commercially, were kind of more successful than blur but but i uh, i think blur are the more interesting band yeah no with so when when it got announced that blur were well they never really broke up blur it was just hiatus while they're all doing other stuff but when it was announced that blur were doing a tour well not even a tour of playing playing gigs that they did this year i was like god i really hope there's an album to go along with it whereas if oasis when oasis eventually announced the tour i was like god i hope there's not an album to go along with it that's the difference. That's mm. the blur can still create good stuff. And the last Blur album was great and made by our friend of the podcast, yeah. James Ford. Arctic Monkeys alumnus, James Ford. And Damon Albarn absolutely is in a sort of bromance with Alex, it seems. So, uh, my God, if he if he pops up on the next Shadow Puppets album or something, oh, my God. Bin Miles often yeah. just go with Damon. Miles has got creepy. Yeah. Upgrading to Damon. Damon's aged gracefully. Miles is not. Right. <laughs> Fucking Christmas gig. Um, I you with his, um, you know he's doing that. He's doing I mean, to be fair, if I was Miles, I'd be doing all these cheesy gigs just to make money. I, I can't resent them making do you, money. Do you think he's doing the Christmas show in Sheffield because people will think Alex is going to pop up? 
So we'll get yeah, why Sheffield? Out. Yeah. But, but then I know. Yeah, but I think I reckon Liverpool Sheffielder is two demographics, right? That's where he's biggest. Yeah, yeah, definitely. With Manchester yeah. being in there in the middle, maybe. Yeah, quite literally. Yeah. Miles um, is there for people that, that that miss Oasis, really, isn't he? Yeah, but then, it, but at the, at the same time, he's not. Gonna but Liam Gallagher is still there, I guess. But the Cortinas inexplicably have. He, Miles Kane is mm-hmm. not going to sell out a field of fifty thousand people like the Cortinas. Oh no, no, no! no but I mean, not. okay, when the Cortinas aren't touring, oh, they don't really tour, do they? they just do like a big gig in Manchester, don't they? <laughs> um, but when the Cortinas, when the Cortinas aren't gigging, when Liam Gallagher isn't gigging, and when Noel's not gigging, Miles is there for the Oasis fans to take up a bit of the slack. Do you reckon he designs his tours around them? Like, mm, yes, hit the key market here. Yeah. Get, the, get the bucket hats made. Like, and when Arctic's aren't touring as well. Funny how his tour starts just after Arctic's have... Um... Well, Cortina's a couple of years ago, they sold out Hyde Park in London. And I was astonished. It's like when you know when you find out that Peter mm. Kay's doing like six months of gigs at the O2. You're like, what? <laughs> you find out Peter Kay's doing it? like a week at Vegas. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so I say Blur and you say... Blair as well. Yeah, absolutely. I say Blair. Um, I was glad I didn't go to see him in the summer. Favorite movie soundtrack? No, I'm gonna. Go, we did this. So if you want our top five or top ten subscribers, we did it at the start of one of our episodes, and that'll be in the episode description. But I think I was thinking about it. Tarantino is always good. Once upon a time in Hollywood, a good one. Pulp Fiction, obviously. But I'm gonna go for the one that I went, which is Donnie Darko, because. I've always loved that since a teenager and I love my 80s synth for me, his music and it's an absolute, you know, from Echo of the Bunny Man, Tears in the Fears, Tears in the Fears, Tears in the Fears, Tears for Fears, um, just, yeah, cracking soundtrack. Joy Division, admittedly, love yes. Tears Apart again, but still, Joy Division in an American indie film. Joy Division, Echo and the Bunny Man. Oh, God. I'd go, so, big mention for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, 24 hour party people, although I'd exclude that because it's just basically a collection of the songs that are featured by the bands in the film. It's not really. It's not, it's not really coherent. In, in it's just a great. It's like a movie. if they released a Manchester CD. You know I mean? If they really, oh, a Hacienda CD. Yeah, they'd be the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. now that's what yeah. I call Hacienda, basically. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think I'd have Apartment to go train spotting. Train spotting, I think I'd go for. Um. Just, yeah. Not not just because of how it is in the film, but it fits the era as well. It's got such a good cross section of like the mid nineties sort of. A great album. Dance as well. It's Fantastic album. Mix, yeah. yeah, yeah, cracking yeah, album. Atomic as well in there. Um, yeah, the Blondie version, though, surprisingly. Just before he license. sleeps with an underage girl, um, which I imagine did go on a lot in the eighties. So. Who had Six and Fanny out in the film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she was in Line of Duty. Um, oh, to be fair, she was in Borg Empire as well. Like that's the only two things she did. Got tits and funny out in Trainspotting and then did Line of Duty like, 20 years later. Borg Empire in between, to be fair. Um, um, okay, next one. <clears throat> wedding slash funeral song. Now, wedding song is interesting because it's a topic of discussion at the minute. Not because I'm getting married, but because we just probably plan to one day uh, oh look at me being committed like a grown-up um disgusting. so we always said sweet dreams tn because that was a song that i uh <laughs> sent her when we first got together and said i never understood this song before i met you 
because of the old romantic that I am. Um, <clears throat> but we have recently been going, okay, but will it work as an actual slow dance? Would we have to change it? So <clears throat> one of mine I love is um, Bowie's song off Young Americans, but unfortunately I think the song's about a breakup, so it makes it difficult, but it's a really cool song. It's not on the actual smaller release. It's on the um, extended version that isn't on Spotify. You have to go elsewhere to get it. Um, and it's called Gimme... Gimme... Hang on. Gimme a man after midnight. <laughs> Imagine that as a first dance song. A gay wedding, maybe. Um <laughs> Bowie, give me no, it's not coming up. I can't. I'll, I'll have the. Oh, I can't believe I can't remember it. But it, it's it's a oh, wait. Let me go. Young Americans. But anyway, um, that and and I love the song "Only You" by Yuzu. So we were talking about maybe a different version of that or something because I love that. But then she says she hears it every day on Radio Two at work, so it's kind of a bit annoying for her. So I think it's gone out the window to be honest. But um, but Sweet Dreams Tn is the main one because it was a song that we connected with with quite early, um and so yeah but i i i did always want this um song by bowie to be there but um uh it's called <sighs> it's not on the fucking the list here. so so anyway I'll, I'll find it in a minute anyway but 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 um funeral song i'd quite like to come down the aisle in the coffin to atmosphere by joy division and see everyone out with my way i know it's overdone but you get emotional in it um that would well, be my also kind of atmosphere by joy division and yep. but i'd have atmosphere by joy division at the end of the funeral and I'd have, I'd have a little comedy one to come down the come down the aisle so when the, when they're bringing the coffin in in the funeral. I'd have uh, I'm getting buried in the morning by Half Man Half Biscuit. <laughs> a comedy one. Yeah, one foot in the grave. Yeah. No, that, that that is pretty good. Yeah, I, I'd kind of be going for like to quote Mac and Always Sunny. I'm not going for laughs. I'm going for gasps. Um, but I, <laughs> um, but yeah, I would uh, think that there's probably a couple of others to be honest, but it's not really something I like to really meditate on too much. To no, no, that's why I've decided already. Done. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a bit depressing. I can't find the full version of the Bowie album anywhere. The full track listing for some reason, it's like I've been looking, and it's it's like, and I had it. I had a I got a torrent of it, the full one, and then obviously I don't have an iPod anymore or anything, so I don't have the torrent. But but then the full version just like. Is nowhere, and I know the name of the song. It's called like "Give Me Something" or "Give Me a Reason" or something like that. Um, but for some reason, it um, isn't there. It isn't there. But yeah, so wedding song. Ooh. What was your? What you have got married? Divorced, it admit, was... it, But what was it at the time? Uh, Fair, Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues. And Chris oh, that's nice. Yeah, probably got, I thought I'd have that again, to be honest. Yeah. Wouldn't be welcome at a gay wedding, probably. Um, no, no, recycle. <laughs> That's good that your new wife. When you oh, that won't be used again. If you're if you were getting married again, and she found out that the song that you'd picked was also used at your last wedding, there's no way that'd be happening. <laughs> um, no, I'd, I'd, I'd probably go um, driving Saturday by Bowie. Oh, for the wedding one. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, but the other one, whatever it is, I'm fairly certain the song the song is really romantic and emotional, but I'm fairly certain it's about 
a bad relationship or a breakup. So because mm. there's a couple of lyrics where I'm like, oh yeah, that wouldn't quite sound right during the the wedding um, <laughs> thing there. But yeah. Um, okay. Next question. Next question. Um, oh, it's uh, it's called "It's Gonna Be Me," and I recommend everyone goes listens to it because it's like an eight minute song. It's gonna be me, um, which is kind of romantic, you think. But then I think there's a bit where he's like, "I woke up this morning and you start." It's like, yeah, there's there's bits where it sounds like a breakup. <laughs> hey Jack, I better shake it off, put her out of my head, thinking I bawled just another young girl last night. Oh brother, I left a woman in that morning bed. Been on that trip so many times, <laughs> leaving another girl to weep over the breakfast tray. Yeah, yeah, don't go with that one, Dan. No, but what if the song is about how I was that slide dog, but then I fell in love and getting married? Probably best when not to remind people about the slide dog it, bit, though, is when, it? When you use that train of thought to try and justify it, can I please be there? Can I be a fly on that wall? <laughs> oh, she knows we've listened to it, and she, she actually said, musically, it would be a fantastic first dance. It would be really emotional, but the lyrics... Version. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta have the lyrics though, aren't you? You gotta have some lyrics. Um, but yeah, I think I think we're leaning towards sweet dreams to be fair. If we but maybe get the wedding band that we would have to do some kind of slower version of it, perhaps, because I think the lyrics are great. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll get Alex to do it if I'm famous by then. Um This is the I like singing at weddings. The ideal scenario, Terry. <laughs> um so last one from curtis favorite bands from each decade 60s to present so i'm gonna go 60s kinks okay, you're gonna I'm go going 60s to Beatles, i've been on a i've been on a big he's put, it would be the kinks normally he's put bands but do you think he means artists make it up bowie any decade really Apart yeah, from exactly. this one right. we'll, stick <laughs> but, we'll stick to bands actually he's releasing enough i could have, are we sticking to bands so i can't have bowie no, stick, stick to bands, bastard seventies. Yeah, I'm not a big seventies guy. That's the problem. Name me some seventies bands. Are we both going Kinks? Or have you gone Beatles? I've gone Beatles. Ooh, I've gone Beatles. Yeah. Bands, you see, bands, seventies bands. Name me some seventies bands because I'm not a big seventies guy, really. Yeah, I think I think it's kind of a lull in between the sixties and the eighties, isn't it? The seventies. It's not as good. There's some great stuff, but not like like. The only stuff I love from the seventies I can think of is Bowie, um, but uh, I think Ziggy Stardust is seventies, isn't it? Oh, I'm having Bowie because he has a band, doesn't he? With him, I'm having Bowie for the seventies. Yeah, Got to. Right, That's when some of his best work was. So, um, but if it was bands, what would you say? Because you know, you probably Zippo See, from I'd Rainbow. Wanna... Um, I'd want to play Zippy for a start. <laughs> is it? I, um... I don't know. Oh, Zippo lighter. Zippo. Yeah, yeah, of course. Zippo's it is. I don't. Lighter. I don't know. I'm not following nonsense. Last place like you. you want a lighter is near all them puppets with all that felt about. Jesus <laughs> Christ, they'll go up like woof, puff, it'll be up. Um, I didn't want to say Joy Division for 70s because they're only one year of the 70s, really. Oh, but I'm, I'm doing that. I'm having it. I'm having it. If, they, if that counts, that's the band I'm having. If they did a song in the 70s because I can't. Oh, Fleetwood Mac. Hmm. Not my favourite band. I think I'm going to have to have. I'm going to have to have Zeppelin. I'm going. I'm going Joy Division if they're having seventies because they're not. They can be your eighties one, but they're not my eighties one. But then I can't have like no. They can't be my eighties one because then I've got the Smith and the Stone Roses, <laughs> and then the Stone Roses left to be nineties one. So like, where, where does it end? Um, well, the Stone Roses I would class them as nineties in pop culture. Um, 
Well, the, well the, most of the most of their releases were between like eighty-seven and eighty-nine, though. They released more. Yeah, but for some reason in pop culture, we associate them with the nineties, don't we? Lumped in with the Manchester thing, don't they? Um, eighties. So seventies, I'm having Joy Division. You're having. Because you, because you, you need to have Joy Division, don't you? So when are you going to have them? Favorite bands? I'm going to have to have Joy Division. It's where Artics go is the question because would because they've been my favorite band for two decades. I know, I know, I know where I'm having Arctic Monkeys because there's a definite lull in the quality of music that I'm into at a certain point. So I know what decade I'm putting Arctic Monkeys in. I'm gonna have to put. I'm gonna have to put them in the 2010s. Oh yeah, twenty tens for me as well. Sorry, I thought you meant. I thought you meant. What was the lull? Not in terms of. <laughs> I'm not in. It, there's not as much music from that era that I'm into. Like, oh, sorry, decades, sorry, like sorry. Old stuff. I see what you mean. Sorry, I thought you meant Arctic Monkeys lull in the early two thousands. I was oh, like, God, when was no. the lull? Um, yeah, why, would I, why would I come to you with an Arctic Monkeys lull after two series <laughs> and like seven episodes? That's why I was so perplexed. Um, I can confirm because I'm on Greatest 80s Artists just to remind myself and um, Stone Roses are, are, are in this list of 80s artists. Um, yeah. So you go enjoy Division or Zeppelin? I'm going to enjoy Division for the 70s because like my second favourite band ever. So I can't not Okay. So 80s. The problem with the 80s is I love loads of 80s music, but it's like one or two tracks from yeah, each singles. artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm trying to think who my definitive one that I would go and listen to loads from. Maybe I should have had Joy Division then. I will say this, Joy Division are classes 76 to 80, so they should be 70s, really. But the, the, he died in, like, May 1980, and the last release was, like... A so they should be later. 70s. So they should be 70s, then. Yeah, absolutely. But would you would you, would you rather listen to Unknown Pleasures or Closer? No, but it's got to be, I think, from when the band were predominantly releasing stuff, not just when the best album was released. So well, you can yeah, have Joy Division 70s. Two albums. One album was 1979, one was 1980. Yeah, so they count. I think they count. You could have either, I guess, but I think for the purpose of, yeah, of this being 70s. easier, 70s. 70s. So yeah. Kinks, Beatles, Joy Division, Joy Division. 80s is tough, man. Are you going Smiths? You go Smiths, yeah. I'm going... You too. No, I'm joking. Um... That's, that's, to think. that's the U2 stuff I like, actually. Good point. It is hard because I love 80s music, but there isn't like one artist that I rinse because they release so much. Um, I think, I'm trying to think which band overall would have the most songs I would listen to from the 80s over and over again. Um, I guess the smiths would be one because they're probably one that i've got the, mo the most songs so the smiths are, 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 are an option um i've got a playlist of 80s songs and the most most bands get is two like i've got like two or three dran dran songs that's like it tears for fears i've got like three or four songs in there yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna go smiths because i adore 80s music but there isn't a definitive which says a lot of is that a good that's a good thing about the 80s that there's it's just a lot of good tracks but also bad that there isn't someone that just like made seminal albums the whole 80s apart from the smiths you could say if the smiths didn't exist i'd be having half man half biscuit for the 80s but yeah but they, they've been around for yonks so 
obviously it is. 83 <laughs> I think when I first get, uh... There might be someone I've completely forgot. Duran Duran are a good shout because I love quite a few Duran Duran. They've probably got the they've got a good selection of songs for the 80s as well. But um, there's probably someone that I'm horrendously forgetting. But I'm going to go with the Smiths, I think, for the 80s, probably, if you pin me down on it. Um, 90s. I'm going to go Radiohead because that's when I that's one of my favorite albums. Uh yeah, probably one of my two favorite. Uh, not my two favorite, but OK Computer is just absolutely insanely incredible. So I'm going Radiohead for the 90s. And that's also when they I feel, like, feel like they they were um when you think of them, the 90s is kind of what comes to mind, I guess, even though they've been around all this time, yeah. But, but Blur would be there. And Blink-182 would be there for me. But I'm going Radiohead. Do I go Manix or Pulp? Pulp. I don't. I don't even know why I had to choose between the two. Then it, it was, it's definitely Pulp. Pulp for the nineties. I could go. I could go Bowie for seventies, eighties, and eighties, <laughs> and six. Yeah, I mean, uh, no, seventies, yeah. eighties. Couldn't you? Yeah. Um, pulp. Good. Yeah. Um, pulp nineties. Yeah. So, so 2000s. This is difficult because it's a bit like the eighties, where there's loads of bands where I like some tracks. Because if if I had it my way, I'd go Arctic for both. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I, you know what? I went Kinks for 60s, but what's Sinatra? I think Sinatra's 50s, any really. Yeah. But yeah. My way was 60s, but the rest was 50s, really, wasn't it? Um, and 50s. For the interest. 50s, who would you go for? I go just. Yeah, 50s. Uh, Frank Sinatra. Uh, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash, 50s. Good shot. Good shot. 40s? <laughs> 1920s. <laughs> 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 um. Uh, 2000s is difficult um, because technically, right? Technically, I could go Arctic's 2000s and I could go Black Keys 2010s because during the period between AM to Tranquility, I really got into Black Keys. Well, from 2012 and then had a break for AM and then continued with the Black Keys while there was that because there was that five year gap. To, that's probably why you ended up listening to loads of old stuff and stuff because there was that five year fucking lull of no Arctic Monkeys. Um, so I went back keys then, but but my favorite Arctic's music is after 2010, 2011, Socket and C, 2013 AM, 2018 Tranquility. So I have to go Arctic's for that decade, but I would go Arctic's for I have to, Arctic's for both. I'm going Arctic's for both. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm I'm breaking the rules and I'm going Arctic's for both because he didn't say we couldn't. Because if I think of from the age from 2005, they've been everything to me so they have to be there but if you were going to pigeonhole me on a band to put in the 2000s with them if i had to i would say either the libertines or the killers right so so see they're they're all they those bands all figured into it for me as well so for the 2000s i've had to discount libertines because well no because it's one of the best work was. Pick the, yeah, exactly. But but then again, they were only like active for half of that decade. But the same goes for Arctic Monkeys. They were active for the second half of that decade. I've forgotten the strokes as well. No, I'm going... Yeah, strokes are hard, aren't they? But... Based on your reasoning of liking like Suck It and See onwards, I'm going to save Arctic Monkeys for the next decade. In 2000s, I'm going to say White Stripes. Oh yeah, of course you would. Yeah, it's easy for you. Four, right? four or five good albums in that era. Yeah, two thousand tens Arctic Monkeys, um, and I would have, but I would say the Black Keys were, were important to me then as well. Um, if if you so the three years into this decade, do you have a new artist? 
the closest I've got to a new artist, really. I do someone who I do really like. Who I don't, I'm not sure. I don't think you're a big fan of. I'm not. I won't say I'm a big fan. I, I like like the first yeah, couple of albums, and it's like singles. But no, the vaccines. I, 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 really, I really like the vaccines. Uh, I like Cabbage, the first really album. Like. Cabbage. I thought they were going to be like massive. They're going to be the next big thing. In there. weren't they before? Yeah, I suppose because yeah, I, I saw them. I saw them before. They broke up. They split yeah. up uh, 2020. So um, I'm trying to think of who I. Who I don't know. Yeah, it's all been old bands I've been getting into the past three years, so I can't. You know, it's all been doing like Elton's discography, doing Radiohead's discography. Um, so there's not really been a new artist. If the closest thing to a new artist that I would well, shout out to White Lies as well for the um, noise. Yes. Um, the closest to a new artist I could say, I suppose, Blossoms were, and it wasn't in this bit though, was it? When they were good. At first, I thought they were going to be my new Arctics. Again, they filled the gap that was left by Arctic Monkeys at the time, a void. Um, but yeah, no, so there's a few out there. But yeah, really, it's got to be Arctics for both decades, ultimately. But the Killers meant a lot to me. So the Killers are in there as well, and the Libertines. So yeah. I think uh, in terms of 20, 20s, quite like, um, quite like dry cleaning. And possibly Pete Dockett. I think Pete Dockett has done like a couple of solo mm. albums in since 2020. So I'm trying to think if I've seen anyone new in this, but I don't think I have. Obviously, to be fair, a lot of this pandemic was um, <laughs> a pandemic affected a lot of this, so there wasn't a lot yeah. going on either. So, yeah, um, so to be fair, yeah, it's a hard look. Get back to us when we uh, we'll do that again, and when we end near the end of this podcast, when it's like 2026, and much there might be some new artists that we both yeah, love. Um, I did go through a phase of loving Tom O'Dell in about 2019. He did an album that I really loved called Wrong Crowd, which I think is a great album. Yeah, I that, yeah. And I, I stand by that. Um, okay, so next, so that's the end of Curtis's. We now move on to uh, the big Higgs bow, Higgsy, Higgs. Mr. General Higgy. Oh, Matty Bow, Higgsy, Higgy, Higgy, Higg. Higgles. Higgle Piggle. Got the grass stains out of his trousers. <laughs> 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 Higgsah, 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 Higgledy Piggledy. The Higgs, the Higgs boson telescope. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling in Higg shit. Higger and Winnie Pooh. Any more? Higgers with attitude. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing um yeah. we found our level we've, we've found our level now uh, send in your uh, name and we'll do puns on it <laughs> pay us we'll do it um i'm trying to think is, is there anyone let's just see if there's any famous i i mean i had that someone that was a non so had the last name higgins but i think i figured it's someone else uh john higgins snooker player um, so he's not announced by RFC Rickle, by the way, just to clarify, yeah, that was the name that came up when I searched it. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, this is from Matt he Higgins, be snooker balls, then, he? Matt Higgins, regular listener, regular contactor, regular podcast show friend. He said, because he's a fan of the Ricky Gervais, Steve Merchant, and Carl Pilkington show, such as we. And he sent us a message saying, I was thinking you could use the 10 from the inside the actor's studio. I was listening to Ricky, Steve, and Carl the other week, and it's just come back to me when Carl answers them. So I'm going to fire them at you, and I'll, and I'll give an answer as well. Number one, what is your favorite word? 
You know what? People are going to be annoyed by this, but I love the word cunt. I love it. I love using yeah, it. Favorite curse word is another question, though, isn't it? So you, it might come out there. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay. So, fa- oh, so favorite word would be. Um, oh God, there is one that I that I love using. Ah, uh, so hard, isn't it? On the spot. Um, I know what mine is. Go on. I know it's something that I didn't realize I say a lot until three separate people mentioned it to me. In fact, it's quite, uh, quite, uh, press, quite poignant in the wake of Matthew Perry passing away as well. Perfection. Is it a value? Mm. If someone offers me something, I'll be like, oh, that'd be perfection. And I never realized I did it. So, perfection. <laughs> that reminds me of when Kirby enthusiasm. He keeps getting annoyed because somebody says, keeps saying the word heaven all the time. He'll ask me something and I go, oh, that's heaven. And he keeps getting wound up by it. Um, I, I'm trying to think. There is, come back to me, there's, there's a word that I love to, to use a lot and I just can't think what it is. But, least favorite word, Nick. Oh, I know it's this is a classic one that people say, but it does make me feel icky. Moist does make me feel a bit grim. Moist, gusset. Yeah. Um, farage. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I like the word caveat. Caveat's a good word, yeah. I think I've used it. Isn't there a word that we say I always say on air? We always say that I keep saying it. Um, I can't think what it is, but, but there is a... I love the word caveat. I love the word hypocrisy. I love, um, you know, just saying words now. I feel like that bit in uh, Steve Carell in Anchorman. I love lamp. I love... <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's the bit where, where Parks and Rec, where Ron Swanson gets his typewriter. Like, I'm going to type every word I know. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to think on that. But what turns you on? Now, does this mean sexually? Or does this just mean things that you like? Thank God. I'm glad I asked before I answered because that'll be like Gareth yeah. in the office with the, with the prison. <laughs> two, lesbians, two sisters probably. I'm just watching. <laughs> You've been spying on us. Um, I'd go. <laughs> what turns So, as in, like, what I'm interested in the most? Yeah, I think what, what gets your brain going? What gets. Writing. Uh, yeah, create, yeah create, creative writing. Having, yeah. A, having, a, having a creative outlet of some sort. Yeah, mm. that's, what, that's what I'd say. That's what no, but what's yours? <laughs> um, yeah, about, yeah, definitely um, to have some, because when I didn't have this particularly, I would be driven crazy by not having a creative outlet. So, um, yeah. And if it was sexually, then feathers, feather dusters on my ball sack. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> what turns you off? And Zaf would be, oh, um, um, hate. As in, I know we say we hate this and we hate that, but I mean proper hate, serious hate. Hating people, hate, hating people who need love. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And the, and hating the division, the division, the division yeah. Like causing hate, division for the sake of yeah, yeah. Racism. The I know, I know, I don't want to sound like I'm trying to give a fucking answer to be the like win Miss World, but yeah, like racism and hate. You know what I hate, hate Dan? I hate famine. Do you know what I hate actually to, to be topical? with the Israel Gaza thing, I hate people hating other people just for where you're born or, you know, you're born on a spinning rock in an unended universe by chance, like billion to one that you're alive. Don't get annoyed because he lives over there. 
You know what I mean? Silly. Don't waste your whole life hating people for no reason. And there you go. Most poignant thing I'll say. To, 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 link in, to link in with what you just said there, but not to get too heavy, and we'll move on from it as quickly as humanely possible. Um, equating People who equate criticism of Israel's doing in the past to being anti-Semitic. Not is that MDT dad? In the last few weeks, he, he didn't give a shit until something about three weeks ago. Yeah, so things like racism, homeless people that hate race, are racist people that hate the homeless, things like that, definitely. Yeah. And Ted Lasso. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I hate Shawshank Redemption. Um, I'm going to come out. There's dozens of us. Um, but what, uh, okay, what sound or noise do you love? The sound of Arctic monkeys in my ears, obviously. The sound of Alex Turner's voice, yeah. M music, music that moves me. The sound of music that moves mm. me. Doesn't have to but be Arctic monkeys. If we're going off music, I quite like that little noise your laptop makes when you turn it on, mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I love the sound. I love the sound of ice dropping into a glass just before you put booze in it. Ooh, that's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. And a noise, yeah. sound or noise that you hate. Oh. Right wing speech. Um. Oh yeah. When you when you were in denim, the scrap scratching on denim. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I hate um, I hate noise when I need to sleep. Any noise when I need to sleep winds me up. Like snoring. I also snoring. Actually, that's my worst one. I listen to rain sounds because my girlfriend snores, and I because because I can't. If someone snores, I can't. You know, some people like they'll be a bit annoyed and then they'll fall asleep. I won't sleep if they're snoring. So snoring, hate snoring, and I snore, so I'm a hypocrite. That's why you've got elbows. <laughs> Favorite curse word, Clem. Done. Yes, all the. And I would just clarify: uh, I would never call a woman a cunt unless she was being a cunt. Being a cunt. Um, but I, <laughs> no, unless she was a cunt. Like, like for example, um, you know, uh, like Swella okay. Braveman. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, people yeah. like that. But I would never call it to a face still in an argument. I would never call a woman a cunt. But um it's just it rolls off the tongue it's the perfect word cunt it's just perfect and americans listen are probably i think the english use cunt very differently to the americans do we do use it in a jove, jovial way you know what i've got really into using cunt as a verb so i from watching the he football, cunted someone, someone thought yeah oh he's absolutely cunted that mm. yeah I, yeah I, yeah, I, yeah. I use that, piss kidney um is yours cunt as well then as yes. a verb, though. Yeah. What profession? Yeah. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Well, um, writing, because I'm trying yeah, to same. attempt it every day. What profession would being music supervisor for TV or film, being the one who chooses which songs they decide to license for TV shows? That I'd take that as well. Oh yeah, I've always thought that musical supervisor. Yeah. Mm. What. What profession would you not like to do? Um, you know what? I would absolutely... Uh, you've, done, you've done this, but I would crumble in any kind of... Well, take that as red. Profession? Um, I would... I would Will's oldest, I, mate. Will's oldest I would, profession. I would hate any kind of... Uh, although it, it's... on. Like my girlfriend always says this. There's been times when I think it looks fun and she goes, it's not. You think it looks fun because you don't do it. I know what you're going to say. 
working behind a bar. Yeah. And and she always goes, no, it's not fun because it's fucking horror hard work, and you just think it looks fun because you just think they're having a great time drinking and that, but it's not. But I also recognise that that's true. That's the problem. Uh, Yeah, I think it'd be great, but I also recognise that I would crumble. um, Being a chef, when I see high end chef stuff, I'm like, fuck, I could never do that. I would crumble. I start crying straight away. Um, And and serving people, I I used to have to go in the Morrison's cafe. I hated it. I couldn't. The the bit where you walk out with the food and everyone's looking at you. Hate it, so no, I'd hate to do any of those. Obviously, classics like cleaning shitters and stuff would be, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah I'd hate yeah. to be that bloke um, that has to walk around at four and sit in that little thing at five in the morning when everyone's going hometown from pissed cleaning the streets because that's when I know it's time when I should be in bed when you hear that, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you ever just um, want to lie down in front of it and like have the brushes like give your face a wipe with all the dirt of the evening? I think that was question three. What turns you on? <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, what possession? What possession? So you have worked behind a bar. So what would you not like to do? So, in, in terms of the working in a bar thing, since I'm, I'm, I always thought I'd be quite happy to do it again. But since lockdown, everyone's forgotten how to behave. People are just bigger twats than normal now. So it, in terms of what I think it's the same. What same ones you've listed to be chef would be another one. I, mm. I love cooking. I crumble. So I love cooking, but at my own pace. For more than four or five <laughs> people, no chance. Yeah, no chance. I'd crumble straight away, especially when someone's shouting and so much is so much is riding on it. Like cause when you watch those chef shows, it's like wow, what's riding on this? Like in the moment, like I was just watching that Boiling Point TV show because I watched the film not long ago, and it's I just like no, I'd crumble. Too much for me. Oh yeah, too it's too much, almost, yeah. and the bear as well. Uh, but I'd, um, yeah, I would crumble straight away. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't think um, I've done some. Yeah, I wouldn't like to go back to Morrison's. Um, yeah. But uh, go back to Morrison's, and it's the same management team that were there when I left. That would be the worst thing I could imagine in my world. I would rather clean shutters than do that. To be quite honest with you, and go back, and I have to come back with my tail like, between well, my legs. Well, well, well. well. well oh well, god, well. I've, I think I've had a nightmare about that um that'll be hell if i go if if it exists and I, when i go there that would be it then there. um if okay well, i didn't i didn't mean to preempt the next question but i accidentally did if heaven exists what would you like to hear god say when you arrive at the pearly gates no, i'd like him some I, for god here i'd like him to say everything that sounds no no, no i'd like him to say Till death do us part counts, and you can do it as much as you want. <laughs> That's yeah, what I'd I'm, like him to say. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'd like him to say. Like, I'd like um, him to say, "Come in," because I don't think he will. I'd like him to say, "Turns out I do exist." That showed you. Uh, do you know what? Wi-Fi password is over there. Uh, the jukebox is free. Uh, help yourself to drinks from the bar. Do you know what I'd like to say in a, from a profound point of view? I'd like him to say, because I've said this a lot, I'd like him to say, right, you know all the stuff that they tell you you have to do to get in here in real life? I'd like him to say, look, you did some drugs. You had unmarried sex. You did some bad things, but you didn't kill anyone. You didn't rape anyone. You were generally nice to people, so you can come in. You don't have to, like, you, could, you lived your life. You didn't. You didn't hurt anyone. You just, like, you know, did a couple of mistakes and did some stuff that say, so you can still come in. I'd like him to say that oh, rather than having to live your life like some prude. <laughs> yeah. And just yeah. go, you know what? You, you didn't actually hurt anyone. You didn't. Ca- I think the only rules that should be is, you know, don't rape anyone. Don't kill anyone. 
that's it. You know what I mean? That's, surely that's it. That's all we need to not do is right, right, do that and then come in because the rest of it's just life, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. That got very profound, this. I suppose that's the point of the... But what about you? What would you like him to say? Would you like him to say... Same. Would you like him to turn to St. Peter and go... There goes Nick Lee, the man that put a smile on every face. <laughs> no, no, I, I just, I just want like Wi-Fi passwords over there, jukeboxes free. Help yourself to anything from the bar. Done. It's, it's some yep. tokens for the jukebox because uh, take money. David so. Bowie and John Lennon are sat over there. <laughs> One of them's not going. One of them's taking it. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them, really. Oh no! But if we're going by my idea of heaven, neither of them ever killed it. Well, it was the seventies, I guess. I can't really say that with any confidence. Kind of can't really say neither of them ever raped anyone either. Um, with any confidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd like him to say, by the way, Jimmy Savile's not here. <laughs> I'll come in. I'll come in then. Um... <laughs> Show me to my cloud. <laughs> Um, yeah, 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 that's it, Nick. That's the end of the questions in the end of this series. Oh, isn't that nice? I mean, it was a nice note to end it on, and then we went with all the, the rape with Lennon and Bowie. <laughs> I'll cut it out, I'll cut it out <laughs> so it sounds nice. Before that. <laughs> I'll cut it out so it sounds nice. Oh, yeah, but this we, has, we, this has been series two. Yeah, and despite Nick's wishy-washy commitment, we will be back January 10th with the uh, My Propeller, baby. Are you as excited as we are? My Propeller, your Propeller, it's everybody's Propeller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that spinning. Well, we can get it started on our own. And we will in January. And we'll be back before Christmas with a couple of extra episodes. We've got a little quiz. I'm in the middle of putting a quiz together. Yeah, it'll be all in the Christmas special, won't it, probably? And I imagine we'll probably release that, whatever the closest Wednesday to Christmas is, which is the um, 22nd. So we'll probably release that on the Twitter. We'll make it, you can get get yourself a a pad and a pen and a a drink and some some cheeses, because Christmas is all about cheeses, as they used to tell us at school. So... Mm -hmm. It was the year, it was the year that Jesus was born. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get the baby <laughs> bell because they said it's about baby Jesus. So. Franken. Franken cheese. Franken cheese. Franken cheddar. No. Say goodbye to the nice people, Dan. Well, Sam sounds like a something they'd give you. Um, yeah, no, yeah. Goodbye, everyone. See you soon, everyone. Yeah. Bye, thank you. We'll see you soon. Don't believe the hype is hosted and produced weekly by Nick Lee and Dan Holt. Music used in the titles is royalty-free music courtesy of Les FM. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast player of choice to be notified every Wednesday when a new episode is released. And if you want to help us out further, be sure to like and review to help make us more visible to like-minded souls. We'll see you next week with more of the same. Hey, there it is, the last one. Well, like we say, we will still be doing content for you guys, so you don't need to yeah, worry. Still, you're still going to be getting your your regular subscriber content, Last Shadow Puppets, Watch Along. There's going to be. There's, I think there's a, we're doing another Watch Along before then, aren't we? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think of one, one that fits the era. Well, maybe a kind of. Oh, we could do a Shadow Puppets one, first album, maybe. 
Yes. Maybe maybe we'll watch the seeing as we've nearly finished the Shadow Puppets album, maybe we should watch the Electric Clums gig. I feel like we have, but yeah. Um Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. Is there a, there's not really another is there another televised Shadow Puppets full gig that we could even watch from the first album? <laughs> no, not, not no. no. We'll do that then, I guess. Um yeah. or, or an Arctic one that we think of that's around the time of around the time of Live at the Apollo. Glasto 7? Mm-hmm. Glasto 2007? Maybe. We could do that, can we? Yeah, yeah. Maybe we could do Glasto 07 and Proms as, as a watch-along joint special. Yeah. I don't think they're that long, are they? Glasto is, yeah. but how long's Proms? Like 45 minutes? No, I think it's longer than that because it's, it's the whole oh, album it? and then and then there's some co- there's like four or five maybe six covers and B-sides and stuff as well. Oh, oh look, scratch that then. I never got now. Hang on. Um, let's see. It's on YouTube. Uh, it's uh, one hour three minutes. The electric promise. Electric promises. Oh, okay, a bit long then, because the the uh, gig will be one twenty, won't it? So the file end up being huge, too huge. Um, but yeah, we will do. Um, I think I think probably I think people would want Glastow Seven more than a proms though. So we'll do Glastow Seven as well. And we're going to do shadow. Two, there'll be two shadow puppets episodes dropping. Maybe we'll drop three shadow puppets in the yeah, two months. Get the months. album finished before yeah, Christmas because yeah. I think we missed a month at one point. So because um, something happened, I think it was May when we everything was happening. So um, get on the B sides after. And get on the B sides, and then it won't be long before we're on. Uh, it'll be like summer when we're on second album. So there you go. Good timing. Good timing. Album. Yeah. Cool. Love well, thank you, guys and girls, for. For paying, yes, it's and much subscribing, thank you. And um, yeah, like I say, we're going to be putting out content. We'll be back with my propeller. I mean, I guess for these guys, we'll be putting out my propeller on the week before the tenth, won't we? Probably. Yes. Um, yeah, the third. So we're back on the third for you guys, but we'll be putting out content anyway, and we'll be um, we got liquor and lyrics as well. Check out liquor and lyrics. Come listen to us. <laughs> Yes, we have. We've got eight episodes out. Probably we'll have a couple more out by the time this goes out. Earlier this week, so we'll have nine out. Yeah, what, we'll have just about Rockstar by Post Malone, which is my favourite episode. I've, I've got another. I've got another music podcast starting at some point. Oh, have you? Yeah, some, someone's asked me to do a podcast. It's not 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 uh, not doing it to go anywhere. Just as a fashion thing, really doing a little half man half biscuit. But hell, that is niche. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought Arctic one was niche. niche. Podca- <laughs> a man who does niche podcasts, I'm finally doing the most niche podcast. Ever. Jesus, Just that's that's now. like, I mean, if we get let's let's say uh, when Arctic Monkeys get into the minutia, we we drop listeners and we we're down to like like two three hundred fans, then the Half Man Out Biscuit podcast must be attracting under a hundred. At that point, right? Well, what we what we do, <laughs> we're going into the we're going into the fan groups and on the fan websites and stuff, and we're going to yeah. get a list of the most popular songs and just do them. We're not we're not doing track by track. We're just going to do the. I think the fan the fans do like a World Cup thing every year and pit songs against each other. So we're just going to five of them. Top thirty two and do. Technically, all the the irony is all the fans do make up one man and one biscuit. So, yeah. <laughs> still my favourite bit of the XFM shows. That is where, where Steve says, "Right, Ricky, I've, re- I've received an email. Now the email is promoting the band that are playing tonight." Carl, I, was, I saw Carl looking. What was that about? Like, the name of the band is Half Man Half Biscuit, and Ricky just goes, 
Well, I, I'm going to start a podcast with Matt Higgins where he takes me through the entire Beatles discography just to annoy you. <laughs> <laughs> and every week I'm going to go, finally, I've got a friend that likes the Beatles, <laughs> that can show me the Beatles. I'll be too finally. busy the fact that both our football teams are very good. Hold that thought by the time this comes out with all the injuries. But no, 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 um, no. Still, in Angie, I trust. Easy. In Angie, I trust. Yeah. Still better than United, aren't we, Higgsy? Shower of shite. We are. The Guardian did an article about County yesterday, and I was like, it was a really good article. And then I scrolled back up and read the title, and the title mentions Wrexham in it. So I was like, "Fuck it, why? They've got to get them into everything." <laughs> It's like Stockport put Stockport put Wrexham's Hollywood story in the whenever, shade, and it's like they're only five points behind us. I always get a sleepy reminiscence whenever someone says Guardian of the Unlimited Guardian podcast, Ricky Joyce, because I always listen to it falling Jesus. asleep, and then I go, little jingles, <laughs> Guardian Unlimited. It's a Guardian Unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, that was weird. It's like when you hear um, your alarm on summit, and it makes you go. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that was weird. There's several songs that I can't listen to anymore because I've had them as alarms. And oh, yeah, I'd stop doing that. Yeah, you know what? Cornerstone Cornerstone got ruined that way for me for a while because I had that as an intern. So the used to make me go. <laughs> See, I need something like that. Inception. I didn't know what the. <laughs> if Cornerstone didn't end, I wouldn't know whether I was awake or asleep. Oh, well, that was a great bit of pre-show banter there, post-show banter to end the series with. But no, thank you, everyone. We will, yeah, we'll probably see you very soon for shadow puppets and stuff. Yeah, and t- tell a friend. It's a halt promise. Tell. <laughs> and you can take that to the bank. Yeah, say that to my exes, and they'll go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That promise certainly means a lot. <laughs> If we get like if we get like an influx of new subscribers this week, it's because that group, that WhatsApp group chat that's got all your exes in it, flagging you off. Have you heard what he's been saying? <laughs> I've joined up. We've done our bit on hell tonight. I don't need to. <laughs>